Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. My name is Brad Dalton, and I'm so excited to be hanging out with you a little bit today. Really want to thank all of our listeners from San Francisco to Alpharetta, Georgia, to Switzerland, to Sweden. Belgium is crushing it right now. Got new listeners in North Dakota. So excited. Uh, We're going to be talking about knowledge today, and specifically, is knowledge king? You hear a lot of people talk about how knowledge is king and make a really big deal out of that. And uh, I would argue that knowledge isn't king. I would argue that an IQ or some number, some statistic alone isn't going to be what helps you turn the corner. Now, can it raise your potential? Absolutely. Does it hurt to be sharp as a tack? Heck no. I feel that. I mean, that's that's definitely going to raise your ceiling in terms of what you could be. But does the smartest guy in the room make you the most qualified for a job, for a position, for a relationship, for a friendship, whatever? Does that alone make you the most qualified? I'd argue that the best team doesn't always win. The best team that day wins. I would argue that the best person for the job doesn't always get the job. It's the best person that day. It's the best person in that interview. It's the person that's done the best job connecting with the right people. And so we see a lot of people get caught up in ACT scores and SAT scores and cumulative uh, GPAs and is he a Rhodes Scholar? Does she have her doctorate? How long has she been a CEO? Those things all look really good on a resume. But those things are not going to be what gets you whatever it is you're looking for. If that person that you're talking to or that group that you're talking to or that team that you're looking ahead to possibly being with, if they have a concept, if they have a clue, if they know what they're looking for, those things alone are not going to get you places. And so then it kind of turns to, what are you going to do with it? What are you doing with that knowledge? If you want knowledge to be king, what are you doing with it? Are you the person that just studies just to study because you're supposed to study? Are you the person that runs through a bunch of courses because you're supposed to run through courses? Or if you're in a sport, you're doing a drill just to be good at the drill? Or are you a person that knows your purpose? What is it you were trying to do with this? Are you trying to be good at a drill or are you trying to get ready for a game so you can be good in a game? Are you rehearsing all these lines so that you can be really good in this performance? Or what what is your purpose? So there's something called the groundhog concept. And like most teachers and coaches and people who lead, you know, we're all just kind of professional thieves. We we go out, we try to learn as much as we can, collect as much information as we can, and then we take that information and try to make the people around us better and shape our culture and make ourselves better. And there's a book called Good to Great. It's a great book. I'd recommend it if you're into being a better business, a better leader, uh, seeing kind of the avenue of success. It's a good one, Good to Great. And they have something in there called the Groundhog Concept. And essentially the groundhog concepts trying to help you find your lane, your purpose, your path. There's probably a lot of people like that right now that with with all the you know the tough 
tough for small businesses right now and tough for families right now. And some of us are having to start fresh. We're not starting over. It's kind of the negative mindset. We're starting fresh and trying to figure out where do I go from here? Or maybe you're a junior or a graduating senior in high school and you're trying to figure out where do I go from here? What am I doing? I'm going to college. What am I going to major in? Like, what? How do I figure that out? And so the, the groundhog concept is this. You got three questions you need to ask yourself. One, does this drive my engine? The thing I'm thinking about doing, does it drive my engine? Does it make me tick? Does it make me want to go? Uh, does it drive me to be a better human being, a better person, better worker, better friend? Second question, do you have a chance to be great at this? If you don't have a chance to be great at this, why would you do it? Why would you settle for something mediocre? Why would you roll out of bed every day so that you could, oh man, if I do, if I really put it together today, if I do it all right, I could be mediocre. Why would you settle for mediocrity? Why would you do that to yourself? You deserve better. You deserve better than that. Don't settle for mediocrity. If you don't have a chance to be great, uh, I would question if that's the right path for you. The third one is, are you passionate about this thing? Are you passionate about this thing? Oh man, to be passionate means you feel. To feel means you care. And to care means you are gonna do everything you can to be successful. You're gonna be into grit. You're gonna be into the grind. You're gonna be into all the details that take you from being not just good, but to great. And the, the, the deal here is if you, if you can check one of those boxes, you're on the fast track to nowhere, really. You're not, that is not the lane for you, man. Just because you check one of those three, it's, that's just a short-lived experience. You are not gonna be successful there. But if you can do two of them, you have a chance to be pretty good. You're not going to be great. You might show glimpses of greatness, but you're not going to be great. If you can do three of those, if you can check all three of those boxes, you are going to be a rock star. And the cool part about this is, I mean, it's a trifecta. You're not only going to be good, you're going to be great. And you're not only going to have fun, but you're going to make money having fun. So if you're a college major or if you're a person that's in a crossroads in your life, you know, you're 35, you're 40, you're 45 years old, you're trying to figure out what's next. You're a 17 year old junior in high school. What's next? Take the groundhog concept. It's a really good concept. I think maybe the most important concept to understand in knowledge, is it king or is it not king, is, and presenting yourself in a good way, is that it's not what you're presenting, it's how you're presenting what you're presenting. It's not what you are presenting. Total misconception there. Everyone always wants to be smart and things that they have to know all this stuff to get a job or to get what they want. It's not about knowing the stuff all the time. A lot of the times you're going into these interviews or in these scenarios where most people know most of the same stuff. You get to an elite level, those people aren't reinventing the wheel. They all know the same stuff. It's how you're doing what you're doing whether it be calling plays in football or presenting to a, a crowd or an audience of 10 or 10,000. It's how you present what you present. It's not what you're presenting. 
You don't need a doctorate for this topic. The cool thing is this impacts everybody. Impacts your colleagues, impacts your friends, impacts your family, your children, your students if you're a teacher, impacts everybody. And it can go both ways. And the hard part is here that a lot of people that aren't good at this, they don't know that they don't know. They don't realize what they're doing. They're, they're the person that asks, what did I do? What did I say? Why is this happening? The first thing you have to ask yourself is, uh, are you being real with yourself? Are you being real? You've got to be real with yourself. Why is this happening? There's a domino effect. Something's going on. And it's probably not your intentions. But you've got to figure out what that is. I'll leave you with this today because we're, go we're going over time. Uh, there's a guy that I grew up named Grant Farr, Las Vegas, Nevada. If you're listening right now, I appreciate you. Uh, when I was growing up, we didn't have any other family in town. My, like my wife, she grew up with tons of family. When they'd have big functions, birthdays, holidays, big, you know, just anything big event, they did tons of family. We didn't have a whole lot. We didn't have any family. It was just us. And so we'd go hang out with the Fars. And there wasn't a bad, a bad day at the Fars. It's still a phenomenal day. And it's because of the people. And Grant, when we were little, used to always tell this story about this guy named Chuck LaFart. And when we were little, we thought it was the greatest story ever. It's still the, one of the greatest stories ever. When we were little, we thought it was great because we thought Chuck LaFart was a funny name. It had, the, you know, had fart in it. And so we'd get a kick out of that. And still to this day, we make him tell the story. And the thing about the, the story is it wasn't the, it wasn't the story. It's not just the story that makes it great. It's Grant that makes it great. Grant would, the way you tell, I mean, when he's, when he's doing, he's, he's shaking all over the place and he's super animated. And half the time he's, he's laughing. And he's got one of the greatest laughs on the planet. And it was Grant that made the Chuck LaFart story great. It wasn't the story itself. It's how he presented the story. So anyway, I've run over my allotted amount of time. I really appreciate you hanging out with me. I hope you have a great day. Please uh, feel free to leave a good review. If you really like this, leave a review. Also share it with friends. I would love to connect with as many people as possible. I love having a positive impact on you guys. And uh, please hop on to five insanely simple ways to build the blueprint of a winner as well. Take care.